Welcome to the platform. The platform is Platform Magazine's podcast based out of NC State University. We want to introduce a platform for students and artists to voice their opinions on current issues related to fashion, beauty, culture, lifestyle, and much more. We are a platform for creatives by creatives. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the platform. I'm excited to have you here today. My name is Annabelle Russo, and I'll be your host. Can you tell me a little about yourself, what you're studying, and your role in Platform Magazine? Yeah, hey, it's really good to be here. Um, The best thing to know about me is that I really love art. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a sophomore in design studies right now, and my minor is creative writing, which I also really love. And in Platform, this is my second year on the creative team, and basically I just help my creative director um, do layout designs Mm -hmm. for the magazines and any formatting and stuff like that. Okay, that's awesome. I'm also a big art fan, so that's fun. So I heard that you're a model. So how long have you been modeling for? I've been modeling for three years now. Three years, okay. Who have you modeled for and were you ever working with an agency? Yeah, I modeled for, I actually did New York Fashion Week in 2018. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I, I, it was it was crazy because I was only 16. Uh-huh. So uh, in that, I modeled for Epson printers, uh-huh. which sounds weird, but they did printable fabric. So they did like, uh-huh. a whole show on that. It was really awesome. And then I did a few designers also in New York Fashion Week, uh, Fernando Alberto, uh-huh. usually like more independent designers. Um, and then more recently, I've done a, a lot of uh, designers actually appeared on project runway so uh jeffrey sabilia mondo uh-huh. uh justin leblanc uh christopher palu and wow. edmund newton so like a, a lot of them were really great and they're uh-huh. so nice and everything so it was really great to work with them but yeah definitely a lot of project runway designers uh-huh. wow that's insane so how did you start getting into modeling um i've always wanted to model ever since i was little a lot of people were like because i'm so tall i'm 5'10 mm-hmm. and everyone's like oh you should model you should yeah model. i was like yeah but i had braces and everything i had terrible teeth and i just never yeah. wanted to but then um when i moved to north carolina four years ago i applied to an agency uh-huh. in my area and they i just scheduled an interview with them and then i got uh, to be in the agency and then i just did new york fashion week right after that so uh-huh. that was really cool so I just like applied to a bunch of agencies Mm -hmm. online and everything and that's kind of how I got into it wow that's really interesting so your agency is the the one who set you up with the New York Fashion Week yeah um, yeah stuff that's interesting what was your experience like in the modeling industry and like to this day yeah I mean it's super positive to be honest um my mom was with me for a lot of it so it made it a lot easier to do and like a lot more fun to experience with her Uh, But it was pretty cool just seeing everything so young, Mm -hmm. you know, being in the fashion world at like such a young age and seeing it like from really close up um, and just doing fashion shows and runways. And uh, I met a lot of friends and like Mm -hmm. designers and it was kind of cool just like working at a professional level at a young age. I think that's awesome. And it was definitely eye opening because like there's some like funny stories or like weird stuff like that just happens. I'm like. Uh, but you know mm-hmm. you know definitely some issues but for me I felt like I had like really fun doing it did you struggle with being natural uh while modeling in the beginning like how do you gain the confidence to be um natural while being watched yeah so I mean much? it's it's hard because I always I I, ne- I like I love doing my makeup and everything but I never mm-hmm. did my hair I never knew what to do with it yeah. or anything like that and I just kind of like wore whatever but um yeah so for me the confidence just kind of came with 
you know watching everyone else around me uh-huh. and seeing like what they were doing i'm like oh they can do it like you know i'm yeah uh, you know like oh, i'm just like them so uh-huh. yeah i think that's where it kind of came from so a lot of people have had sort of um like body image related issues uh because of the modeling industry do you feel like you have experienced any of those types of like struggles along with the expectations that come with it yeah i think it's definitely an obvious issue that a lot of people acknowledge and yeah. Uh, definitely being in the modeling industry I'll go to agencies or interview with agencies and they'll be like they'll point out things that you just never notice about yourself yeah which is the worst part but then you kind of just got to be have that confidence and Mm -hmm. just be like you know what even if they think about that like if they think that way about me I don't Uh Um, and sometimes it can get really stuck in your head like I remember I went to one agency and they're like I don't like your hips and I was like oh what's wrong with my hips that's rude <laughs> so it was a whole new problem and I was like obsessed with it for like a year and I was like uh-huh. oh my god but I just you know you get over it or like mm-hmm. when I first started modeling like even before I start signed with my agency when I first tried to start uh someone pointed at my nose I was like I didn't even know there was a problem and like you yeah know, exactly just those little things that when you're actually like a model and agencies they'll just point out those little things and then makes you feel like imperfect um Whereas I feel like for people outside the industry, it's a lot of like, you know, how big they are and like what size they are and the numbers and everything, which is like, I think the modeling industry is actually making like leaps and bounds towards being more inclusive. Uh And like, definitely, I mean, I've been to castings where it's like, if I wasn't a plus size model, I couldn't be there. Like (laughs) there was, you know, and which is actually a really great thing. Like if you don't look different now, it's actually surprising. Like in New York Fashion Uh Week when I did it, if you don't look different, or if you're almost like too like modelly, they don't like you. Like it's wow. yeah. So that's it's definitely changing, um, kind of for the better. You know. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the industry could like do better as a whole? Yeah, I think the big problem that I've noticed, or just like with my friends, is definitely like uh, acknowledging age. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing that people don't think about, but a lot of times because we all look so old, or like you know we're all five ten, six foot they think that everyone is like 21, you know, whatever, whatever age, mostly models are like 15, 14, 16. Like I've had friends who went New York fashion week with me when I was 16 and they were 14. That's crazy. And people just, they don't ask your age. They don't, you don't talk about it. It's not on your Uh calling like cash sheets or anything. So I think that can become a problem, you know, if you have to change in a casting room. Or if you had to do a fitting. Like, that mm-hmm. can be really uncomfortable for some girls. For me, it really wasn't. But I think a lot of people just don't say anything because they're like, oh, that's just the industry. And when you're a young girl and you're, like, 14, and you have to get naked and you don't want to, well, then you lose your job. Like, it's, yeah, you know, it can wow. get, like, crazy because people, people just don't know how old you are. Uh-huh. And no one talks about it. And I don't think anyone cares. So I think if that was more of an obvious problem, like, like if people talked about age, it's like, hey... I'm 16. I don't feel comfortable doing this. You know, that that's be insane. Yeah. I'm surprised that that's even like legal. I Do know, they have to sign any type of paperwork? Like well, it's, it's saying they're okay with that type yeah, of stuff. It's, it's, there's no, like, you know, no one knows how old you are on the runway. Uh-huh. That's the thing. It's just like, you know, you could do whatever. I mean, I've definitely had to speak up for some girls. Like I remember it was a few days before I turned 18, I was doing a runway show. And they didn't want us to wear lingerie. And I was like, my friend is not comfortable with that. She's 16. She's not doing that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. But, you know, there's some things that you're just comfortable with and not. It doesn't matter how old you are, you know. So 
I think that be- can become an issue. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like it can. Um, so you mentioned that you would like to discuss art history and um, the modeling industry and its like relationship with art history. So how have you seen art history progress through modeling? Yeah, so I think definitely more of you know fashion and everything and like how the fashion industry um, is influenced by art history. It's really interesting to see how trends can pop up Mm -hmm. from art history and like looking back at fashion trends from the past like i was studying this one painting um by p8 montrain it's like the composition of yellow it's like the you know the squares and everything yeah yeah that that simple painting from the 1930s was actually inspired yves saint laurent's like cocktail 60s dress like that really notable time for like the mod period um and so it's really kind of interesting to see how fashion and art kind of collide do you feel like that's a very frequent um, occurrence that you've seen yeah, within definitely. fashion design? And it's definitely something you have to look into a lot more, but it's, and it's like when you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, I can yeah. see it. And it's, uh, there's definitely a gap um, between, because I think back then, like what country you're in and like what time period, it can definitely change what influence has on what. But I definitely think it has some like collision there. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Have you ever tried to design any type of fashion? Where? Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, this year, um, me and my friend uh, Liz are doing art to wear here at NC mm-hmm. State. So we definitely started doing research for that, and we just uh, submitted one of our pieces. So that's really cool. And uh, definitely a lot of inspiration comes from like art and history and everything, and just looking back at different fashions and like mm-hmm. societies. Uh, yeah. Influence with it. I'm sure that being... Um, a design studies major has also influenced the way that you model and the way that you approach the one way. Um, what would you say about that? I would definitely say that, like, I think just because I'm more of a creative person and I'm interested yeah. in that stuff, it's, you know, I like to collaborate with on photo shoots, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to have a creative say in things. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, and I'll look back at history to look at different art pieces. And, like, I think the knowledge of that um, definitely helps me collaborate photo shoots much better and uh, make something better, you know? How, uh, in your opinion, how has fashion kept up with changes in society and social norms? Yeah, I think this definitely goes back to what um, me and my friend Liz have been looking into for art to wear. And looking back at like the 16th to 19th century, we've definitely seen that fashion is very restrictive for women yeah. and it kind of reflects like their place in society at the time so like corsets and there's a thing called a mantua it's just big dress you mm-hmm. can barely move in um and it reflects like you know women were not meant to do things like they were meant to look pretty and not to go you know go running or uh run a business or something mm-hmm. like that like uh and it's also like very modest so it kind of reflects where they were at the time mm-hmm. whereas like society's place for women now it's like our, our clothing is like you know more revealing more like freeing and liberating and everything and i think that's interesting to see just the change mm-hmm. that's occurred and it kind of reflects like where we are as a society yeah i think it's really interesting because i've seen some youtube videos about how beauty standards have changed throughout history and yeah. how fashion has changed throughout history and it's crazy because it's just like it's something that's constantly evolving Definitely. you know yeah it's really i think that's I love those videos too. Yeah, <laughs> those are so much fun. But it's like it's inter- interesting to see like where we 
came from and just to think about like where are we going next like, uh-huh. we're already so like it just seems like we're all so free and like we can wear whatever we want we can do mostly everything we want to do um for some of us and so it's just exciting to think about like what's coming next because mm-hmm. we have so much longer to go you know so do you see yourself working in the modeling industry as a full-time career after graduation or would you like to be more on sort of like the designing or art history side like where what direction would you like to take your future in modeling and um, as a creative yeah I definitely think modeling I want it to be a part of my career like um, as long as I can <laughs> as, long mm-hmm. as, as long as I still don't look old uh, but I think it will always be something I do on the side, but as for my career, I think I definitely want to go forward with like design studies and more mm-hmm. be, my dream is to be like a uh, art director or oh, awesome. creative director of a yeah. fashion magazine. Mm-hmm. So like, I think the two word, two worlds definitely collide a lot. And yeah. Like, uh, I definitely want to take the fashion interest into design studies a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I love looking through fashion magazines and yeah. seeing the layout. And I mean, obviously you do because you're in platform. Yeah. So this is what we do. Mm-hmm. So what kind of direction would you like to see um, fashion going forward? Like what kind of trends are you hoping will become popular? And yeah. Yeah, I think definitely I love the 80s. Like mm-hmm. I used to not, I used to be like totally like hippie and everything like that. But or the 60s or 80s. I love the color. Mm-hmm. Like just, just the pop. pop yeah. Right. And like I love to see like different fabrics and different um patterns just collide i just think it's so interesting i love clothes that kind of just like make me happy you know mm-hmm. and make the person who's wearing it feel happy and people are around that person it just like shows your personality so yeah. definitely like 80s and like 60s style clothing i i really want to see more of that yeah would you say that you make an initiative to wear like more colorful um aspects in your clothing yes yeah, definitely sometimes i feel myself going wearing like all black um yeah and but I always like to wear clothing like that and that's like all like every time I buy like colorful pair of pants I'm like oh these are my happy pants mm-hmm. these are my party pants like yeah they just like you know produce a it lot is. of emotion and everything but I definitely strive to wear a lot of color and pattern things that like really make me pop and stand mm-hmm. out no I really like that I feel like uh, clothing and color and art just express so much about our individuality yeah and um do you have like a certain type of inspiration uh an artist or a designer that you like to look at when uh choosing your own style I don't have a specific fashion inspiration but definitely like art um some past artists uh Fran Snyder and um uh, Francis Bacon they really do a lot of like creepy kind of portraits Mm -hmm. but with a lot of color it's really interesting because it's like you know kind of the depressed gory type of art but um they just make it so beautiful and I think that's the type of art I like to do and the uh type of art I like to do in like all areas you know this is funny because um one of the things that you listed you wanted to talk about was the art of horror movies so it seems that do you think that horror has like an aspect of beauty behind it? Do you feel like sometimes the scary and that the taboo can be used within fashion and um, I don't know, just like the creative world? Yeah, definitely. I love um, I love horror movies. Like I've always, ever since I was like eight, I think I watched like uh, Return of the Living Dead. It's mm-hmm. my favorite movie, and I definitely think I like personally when I dress or. Um, when I do my makeup or stuff like that, I just like to make it kind of like, you know, taboo, like just like on the edge of it or like 
I used to paint all the time and I would always do things that were like a little creepy. Mm-hmm. Like I like that middle ground and I think that's what I like a lot a lot about horror movies is they find that middle ground of like something like really scary and then something that's just like kind of normal, mm-hmm. you know, to make it like really like goosebump creating. Did you ever watch Parasite? Um I don't think so. Yeah, I did not either, but I was just thinking about like the art of horror. Yeah. And I was like that well that movie won so many awards obviously. So I'd love to see the way that they were able to like creatively express that like kind of taboo. Yeah, you yeah, I definitely have to watch that. But I've definitely seen like a lot of I think my favorite type of horror movie is the ones that's like um, make fun of the horror genre. Yeah, you know what like I mean? scary like, movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sort sort of like that where it's like uh, they're making fun of that slasher era. Uh-huh. Uh, so, have you seen Scream? I, um... It's, like, inspired by uh, scary movies. Inspired yeah, by Scream. I, yeah, I don't know if I've seen the original Scream, mm-hmm. but I've seen Scary Movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, same, similar idea, but um, it's more of, like, a horror movie that's also making fun of a horror movie at the same mm-hmm. time. So, it's scary at the same time. Um, so, that's definitely my favorite. And then also Cabin in the Woods is, mm-hmm. like, a newer one that everyone just hates. I feel like a lot of people hate on it, but it's yeah. actually one of my favorites because they kind of make fun of the genre, and I love that, like that collision of like mm-hmm. comedy and horror. Yeah, the the comedic aspect definitely makes it a lot of fun. I feel like horror movies probably get the worst rep in terms of like quality of movie. Yeah. People are usually like, horror movies are terrible, or like the reviews are just worse. Yeah. Um, why do you think that that is? Like, why are people so critical of horror movies? I think. I, I just think it again it's like that them not succeeding and finding that middle ground you know it's like yeah. it's almost like they threw too much scary in and now it's just not realistic or they threw too much normalcy in it and it's just not you know believable anymore yeah so again it's like finding that middle ground like I think uh I think his name is James Wan. He did uh, Insidious. And, yeah, Insidious. Uh, that movie kind of scarred me. I watched exactly. that when I was like 12. Yeah. And then, <laughs> or and Saul. He did. He yeah. directed Saul 1. And I think it's just that perfect combination. It's so great. And mm-hmm. it just really is like messes with your mind. And it's also very scary. At the same Do you time. find yourself getting like genuinely scared from scary movies? Or do you just like more like appreciate the the art and direction like behind what they're trying to accomplish yeah more again like more of the art and direction like i don't think i've gotten scared from a scary movie in a really long time like i've definitely trained myself not to yeah just because i'm so used to watching them Mm -hmm. uh like you know those horror walkthrough mazes Mm -hmm. like i i'm definitely the first person to go like i don't get scared too much anymore but Mm -hmm. when i can then i'm like oh this is a really good scary movie is halloween one of your favorite holidays because you get to dress up yeah Yeah, i love definitely Definitely when me and my boyfriend were like all right is it christmas or halloween i'm like it's halloween all the way yeah that's the best holiday because it's like a whole season of just like dressing up and it's just you know that one night is so fun (laughs) no i definitely love it i mean in college halloween is definitely halloween weekend yeah unfortunately because of covid we weren't able to like actually have like parties and stuff but i mean i think halloween is like one of my favorite holidays as well just because it's fun to be able to like do the makeup and like you know express yourself in a way that you definitely like or at least myself would not have the confidence to like in a normal time and i i swear like especially i think um in college it's weird because a lot of people do halloween it's like kind of like you know, trend, you yeah. know, trends, like, just little Halloween costumes, and I just go all out, like, like, even though we weren't going out, if, like, we were just hanging out with our friends, like, I did, like, 
Morticia, Bride of Chucky. Uh, like I was wow. like all out. Like I love Halloween, so I'm just like I can't, I can't give it up. I have to dress up. No, you get to do like I'm assuming you do very unique yeah. uh, costumes. Yeah, definitely. People are like, oh, what are you all again? <laughs> you know that one movie. <laughs> so um, this is kind of like segueing back to modeling, but I was just curious. Do you ever get to keep any of the clothes that you model? Um, no, not usually, because they're usually expensive. Like garments can range up to like three thousand dollars to like six thousand dollars. Like they're very very expensive, especially the usually the designers I work for are like either like couture and like um. Or have like one of a kind pieces that they usually just don't um, sell like a normal uh, like like Target or something like that. Like maybe in those commercial type settings, you may get to keep clothes like that. Um, there's been a few occasions where I've gotten kept like shoes or mm-hmm. watches as just like compensation. Yeah, but uh, definitely not. Uh, garments because they're just so expensive and one of a kind i know this is a silly silly question but um is it like kind of a surreal feeling wearing something that's that expensive like i've never tried on anything three thousand dollars in my life so what is that like it's it's kind of insane because it's like i it's also scary like you could imagine just trying it on and then just like you know you have to rush obviously to get on the runway and it's crazy back there it's like you don't want to break anything you don't want to mess it up but definitely is very i think build your confidence a lot Mm because you're just in this gorgeous gown and it's it's it is really amazing to wear such beautiful pieces um and sometimes I feel like I can never give the designer more like enough thanks I'm like oh my god thank you so much for letting me wear this is so beautiful and it's like at the same time I'm like I wonder if they'll let me like wear it or like (laughs) it's like maybe I can just um wear it again sometime yeah I know (laughs) you can imagine like my prom dress expectations were very high yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you like go about finding the perfect prom dress for you yeah seriously when I found my first prom dress for junior year I didn't even try I we were actually out for New York Fashion Week like at the time so I was shopping for it then and I was like I'm so tired of wearing all these like fancy dresses so I just found like a black simple like silk I think it was like Vera Wang but it was like mm-hmm. like 80 bucks it was really pretty but it was super simple just because mm-hmm. I felt like I was so tired of wearing like you know all this like everything I just wanted to like do so- super simple mm-hmm. I was like I can't find the perfect one like <laughs> yeah but then for senior year did you go a little bit I more actually, I actually hard? wore like uh, a short dress like wow yeah which is really it. weird right because okay. <laughs> I remember I was so annoyed with my dress because I just wanted to dance so I wore um I don't know if you've seen Footloose uh the dress she wore to prom. I, I haven't, like but a, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, definitely. Um, the dress she wore to prom, I got like a uh, one off of Amazon that looked really similar to it because I just wanted to wear that. So I wore mm-hmm. that and it was like a kind of like a midi length dress. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you feel like modeling gave you um, more confidence to dress like more authentically to yourself even in high school? Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, the stuff I was wearing on, like, runways and stuff were so out there that I'm like, oh, this is nothing. Like, Yeah, exactly. And, I, and it also, like, encouraged me to dress up a lot just because, like, I don't know. I think I got in the habit of, like, wearing just, like, this awesome stuff and everything uh-huh. and just the feeling and the confidence it gave me uh, really encouraged me to just, like, wear whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Now, that's really interesting. Like, you had a very different um, experience than most people with fashion. Yeah. So you, like, had a different expectation for what was, like, outside of the box. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, I really love talking to you today. Um, 
you have a very beautiful style. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on the platform. And thank you to everyone who listened today. And join us next week for another episode. All right. Okay, thank thank you. you. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast on the platform. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. If you want to follow us on our journey, follow us on our Instagram at platform underscore mag and check out our website at platformmag.net. Tune in for more next week.